0: Anyway, use yourself.
1: Okay, uh, hello, my name is Chris Nautish. I've been doing panels for Anime Next for four years now. I think this is special. Mm. This panel was first done in 2003. Um, Professionally, I've written for uh, Anime Insider, Anime News Network, and I'm saying it up front now that I currently work for Pokemon USA. She but anything I say in here, anything I say in here is not reflective of like the company's views, mostly because I don't want to get fired, so I don't want to see anything on the internet, this person fucking watch it, okay? Just letting you know, I am not an idiot, and I have professional qualifications.
0: And for the other two panels that we do today, that, the, that will be the exact disclaimer she says before we get everything I started. like health insurance. Exactly. As do I. I hope we'll have this someday again. Uh, I, I'm, I'm Ian Levenstein. Um, I haven't written for, everybody, for anybody. I'm a college student who is basically almost out of college. got one more class to go. I've got two podcasts that I do online. Uh, one's called Speak over at speekgeespeed.com. i got another one called Comic Time. It's all about comic books, but has not going to do this panel whatsoever, but I'll mention it anyway speedgeekspeed.com slash comic timing, and uh, other than that, I've been into anime for years now, and I've been into Geekdom for years now, and well, eventually it let me hear, so there you go. Okay, well, well, you can hear us both alright, right, right? Okay, hey, so yes, welcome to the Anime Manga
1: Influence, of course, this is where we talk about all those wonderful big eyes and sweat drops that have been showing up in a lot of American products, Yes. comic books and animation, yeah, stuff yeah, like right. Teen Titans, uh, let's get it out right now, Totally Spies is French, okay, I don't need to <laughs> hear <laughs> stupid Americans ripping off anime, it is French, as is Code Lyoko, oui, and, oui. yeah, and, um, Martin
0: Mystery,
1: which one? What?
0: Martin Mystery. Martin Mystery, that one I don't know, Martin, Martin Mystery, what's, what's that on?
1: It, uh, it
0: used to be on Nickelodeon, it's only on Nickelodeon. Okay. Uh, I haven't actually seen that one, so we'll be able to tell you about Everything
1: uh, uh, on Nickelodeon, though, is usually Nickelodeon Productions, because yep. they... Again, I'll say this again, a lot of networks love having original programs because
0: then they can make toys and t-shirts based on it. Yeah. So everything on Nickelodeon I think is an original property. Uh, at least these days at least. Every now and then you'll find something on Nickelodeon that uh, isn't originally a Nickelodeon product. Animaniacs. Most, yeah, Animaniacs, uh, Tiny Tubes, that sort of stuff. But the main Nickelodeon stuff is almost all Nickelodeon productions. So, yeah. yeah. Now, comic books. As influenced as cartoons these days, or less. Influence? Well, oh, here we talk about this because it just happened. What
1: was it last week? Tokyo Pop renaming their manga line Global Manga.
0: Global Manga. What do you guys think about that, Global Manga? Does that sound like a good uh, marketing campaign or what? I don't
1: know. Well, originally it used to be AmeriManga and the fact was that a lot of it wasn't coming out of America, so there was kind of like one you know, of those people that objected to the AmeriManga label. So they tried World Manga for a while and they admit it
0: didn't sound as good, so Global Manga. Well, I mean, that does cover everybody and it does sort of blow up the tongue a bit. I mean, AmeriManga, I'm sorry. That's just bad. Um, I mean, when, when you think about it, it reminds me of the days when uh, they used to call uh, anime Japanimation. You know, it, it just it's 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 one of those like roll off the tongue things that doesn't roll the right way. If that makes any sense, you know.
1: Have you seen uh, today's New York Post about the Japanimation convention in Chicago? Really? Wow. Uh, pulse. The Pulse section. Where's Where's
0: that taking place? I forgot. Yeah. Uh, the
1: Japanimation. Exactly. Convention. Yeah. Cause um, I think that's what happens on the lawn oh, a gotcha, couple of right, hours right, when right. all the Inuyasha cosplayers <laughs> get
0: together. <laughs> uh, well, also, that, that's the thing, that's the thing also. Even though they've named it, they, they changed the name to Global Manga, there will be people who still call it Amero manga because those old names, they stick around for a while in a lot of people's heads. So, it's still Japanimation, some people out there, surprisingly enough. Well, they're
1: mostly older people. Yeah. But I'm mostly wondering is, how far do you have to go until it is no longer considered even manga-like. Because a lot of yeah. this global manga doesn't even look Japanese to me at all. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't that yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, these days, a lot of the American companies, like stuff like Marvel and DC, are turning to a lot more artists that are manga-based in their style. I mean, with uh, comics that I read back, in, uh, back about a, a year or two ago, stuff like Sentinel and uh, stuff like Runaways, well, Runaways is still on now, but a lot of the Marvel comics, are turning to more of a uh, manga style. Every now and then they'll get an actual Japanese artist to do it, but there are a lot of American artists that are going for that manga style. Similarly, there are Japanese guys out there who are trying to emulate an American style. So it's like they're trading off.
1: Well, we had uh, Adam Warren was a big proponent of that. He used to do dirty to dirty the American Dirty comic. comics. Yep. And then he did a, like a Teen Titans comic in that style. Okay. So now it's kind of like back. backed off. He only does covers. But then on the flip side of, like, Japanese people working in the American industry, you have Kia Aksamiya, who drew yeah. X-Men, Which like, actual yeah. X-Men, for, like, two years.
0: And that was not well received by a lot of the, uh, uh, well, the well, other people, uh, a lot of the, un, yeah, a lot of the uncanny fans out there, a lot of the fans of X-Men didn't really receive it that well. I mean, I myself really didn't mind it too much, but, uh, there were a lot of people out there who right away said, oh, well, what's this doing in my American comic? I'm like, well, if you're, if you're not going to be accepting of that, if you're not going to be accepting different styles, then, I mean, well, what's point, but I mean, I, I was actually, I mean, I wasn't too down on it, let's say, let's put it that way. I mean, I, I read it, I enjoyed it, just the writing could have been better, but that's not his fault, so.
1: Well, yeah, the writing writing's pretty bad, but I think it's really silly to be like, oh, it looks Japanese, so I don't like it anymore, because I've been around for at least maybe 15 years now in American comics. Right. I used to read, again, we're bringing up X-Men again, when Joe Maduro's shot, he has very animated, I wear
0: something new every day, actually, I don't know that each year.
1: In the uh, Age of Apocalypse storyline, how the costumes
0: were based on, like, goes the Michelle. That's awesome. Wow, right there. Well, and Joe Matt's back in comics now. going to be, I know, yeah. Uh, he, he's going to be doing, uh, for those of you who read Ultimates, I'm not quite sure if anybody out there actually does. Uh, he's going to be doing uh, the version 3 of that with Jeff Loeb, uh, another uh, famous... He does uh, stuff with Smallville on TV, and he does uh, Superman, actually, right back in Sure.
1: Um, I want to mention what you said that, like, people
0: will look at these American comics and they always, like, Japanese comics, they don't like it, people will look at these comics, they don't like it. i have a problem with the American comics, I ask yeah. the rest where I they don't read American comics, yeah. I like American comics too, so, uh, yeah. why would you do these comics? Exactly, I mean, as, as a guy who reads as much manga as he reads comics, I'll certainly say that, I mean, you gotta be able to be accepting of it, let's put it that way, I mean, think of it this way, a lot of people just put manga in one genre, oh, that's all manga, but there's a lot of different genres out there. I mean, there's there's comedy manga, there's action manga, there's, you know, hat girl manga, I mean, there's, you know, so many different things out there. If you don't like one specific manga, don't give up on the genre. See, there's stuff out there that you can actually find that you actually do enjoy. There's, There's way too many people out there that I know that try it once and just aren't accepting it at all. And on
1: the flip side, there's lots of different types of American comics. It's not all, you know, it's not all underwear
0: burgers. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and and they're not all superheroes, also. I mean, there's plenty of uh, comics out there.
1: Hi, well, so, uh, Vazquez?
0: I think he's from like, LA. I think he's from LA, yeah. I, th- I think he's actually from America. He, he's got a bit of a Canadian style, so I can understand yes. why okay. you. You know what? Let's yeah. just
1: say this. If you like Invader Zim, yeah. remember that that is an American comic artist yes. who did that. It is not anime. It is not even that anime inspired. It's yeah. just that Honed Vasquez is insane.
0: Yes. <laughs> he, he, he is a man who will do absolutely anything, and it works for him. Let's put it that way. But uh, way too many people out there see it and automatically say, oh, well, wow, that's a really interesting anime out there I'm like what but I was gonna yeah.
1: say if you are not Japanese and uh, you do not have the right to look at any animation to call it anime yeah. anime is the word they use in Japan for everything anime it's a toy story anime yeah. But we are American just like we use we're talking differently yeah. anime has a different meaning here please respect that exactly because it's just I mean this we talk about an anime style and...
0: Yeah, well, that's why, like, I mean, Team Titans, a lot of people, just support quote-unquote American anime, you know, and no that that's just, yeah, it, it, it might be Japanese-inspired, but it's still American animation. I mean, you could, you could put, I mean, same writers. Exactly, yeah, and I mean, also, see, th- and uh, see. that's a bit of a, of a, of a winding cross there, because, well, if a Japanese uh, artist works on the project, can it be considered anime?
1: Well, he's born in America. Okay. <laughs> everyone has their own opinion of where the line is. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're, I was talking to my friends before, tripping, about Oban Star Racers, which yeah. is a French-Japanese co-production. And we mentioned shows that are anime-inspired, yeah. done by the French. Now the French are actually working with Japan, just yeah. like with, um... Tsunami is working with uh, Bandai to make
0: IGPS. And just like Nickelodeon is now working on anime with uh, people in Japan, there's uh, there's one, uh, I think it's called Akihabara Go, which is... Oh, yeah, that's, yeah that's a new one for this
1: fall. Yeah,
0: that one's, that one's new for this fall, but Nickelodeon's working on with people over Japan. They
1: yeah, we have top of Mikey right now. Yeah. It's so actually pretty good.
0: Yeah. And again, I mean, uh, I mean a lot of stuff. I mean, if it's financed by American companies and it's done in Japan, you can basically say that that's an anime. But if it's done here with American folks, then uh, the, the line could be a bit more complicated. I Especially,
1: mean, I'll get to you in just a second, I'm sorry. I think it's, it's getting very complicated because American companies are paying for anime. Yeah. Big O, Season 2, perfect example. Yeah. I, would not, I mean, it says produced by Cartoon Network. Yeah.
0: Which, mind you, is rare even for Cartoon
1: Network because they don't like to pay for things. They are cheap.
0: But then again, it had fantastic ratings here in America. Yes. And, I mean, they saw that because, I mean, in Japan, it wasn't nearly as big as it was here. I think it was big here uh, because it's actually, it reminded a lot of people of a lot of the stuff that happens here in America. I mean, when I watched Big O, I thought that meant yeah, the anime series because it had a very similar style to that, you know, similar, similar dark yeah. sort of dark atmosphere Let's going on. Let's remember
1: style. that, this is another interesting thing, we talk about the, the Japanese influence on America. America does influence Japan sure. It all started with Tizuka and the big eyes, like the big eyes in Disney cartoons, Windows of the soul, and it just continues. You look at uh, there's a uh, that episode of Cowboy Bebop, Perillo Fall the whole end sequence where Spike is battling the crazy fat psychic guy is totally out of a Batman episode. Yeah. It's the style of the episode, the props That's very. that was a trademark of the early Batman and the Animated Series. They like to do set pieces.
0: And that was totally a Batman villain too. I mean, you could basically take that guy out of the Cowboy Bebop universe and put him in a Batman Animated Series episode and it would totally work. So, Except I, you can't so, kill him at the end. Well, exactly. You can't kill him at the end because you can't punch anybody or stab anybody or crazy things like that. But you can use lasers. Lasers are Perfectly verbally fine, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't show mugs. Exactly. And, and because you can't go to the store, just to buy a laser. Right. Yeah. Okay. And
1: now we'll get to you. Yes. Uh, I was wondering, because one of the things I was considering for a job in my future was going to be anime so and manga, or but because I'm American, but that means you in not to because be If you worked in... Okay, that, we already established... The Japanese, it's anime, it's manga, it doesn't matter where yeah. you're from. Yeah. Now, bring it back to the U.S. The thing is, I think people might still consider it anime because you would not be the first. You know, you have people like Jan Scott Fraser, you know, trailing before you. I think, I mean, that's really interesting that they, they have supported people. Yeah. To be honest, though, like, I, I don't want to, like, give advice, but I think you're you've better off staying here because the culture is so, like, the production culture over there is so different. It's not unusual for a manga artist to have, like, five assistants doing most of the heavy lifting. I mean,
0: if, if you've ever read a, Hel- a Helsing manga, they'll have in the in the corner uh, Kota will be begging and pleading for assistance mm-hmm. because that that's that's the way things work up there. They they have a lot of people helping them out. With the yeah, the,
1: the the manga artist whose name is actually in the book might only draw the characters, and all the backgrounds might be done by their assistants.
0: Yeah, and Photoshop. Very nice difficult.
1: Yeah, Photoshop and um, these things called like the screen tones. They actually have backgrounds and like patterns that you buy at the store. They're all like acetate yeah. and you can lay it down on your sheet so when you they go into production, you don't have to draw you know, a Victorian house. You don't yeah. have to draw that little flower pattern. Look at any manga nowadays, just look if you see an intricate pattern that looks like it's done by a computer, it probably was. Okay. But I think it looks nice. It's, just, it's a very different culture in Japan, the way they produce them. That is kind of a
0: well, let's go on top of this, something like that, like a megas, you know, like a, a M- megas megas XLR.
1: XLR. I love megas XLR, and the guy I, I went to San Diego Comic Con two years ago when the show was still in production. Yeah, damn parts of that And the guys basically explained it like this: This is totally. I mean, they're upfront. Yeah, we're based on anime because they said. We love anime. We love when the blue haired girl is playing the flute and suddenly the world is saved. We love how they, they sing a song and all these robots come out of nowhere and they all have psychic powers. You know, they, they just went on for several minutes like that. And then they said, yeah, we love anime. We just don't understand it.
0: That's why we made this show. And, and you know what? Honestly... That's as much of a tribute as it is as it is anything else. I guess. I mean, some people would say that, that you know that, that's straight out parody or it's you know it's bastardizing it's it's it. But parody. yeah, it's good parody because these guys actually. I mean, well, like you just said, they might not understand it, but they watch this stuff. You know, they 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 know about it, and they're not just making something because hey, wow, you know, those, those eyes are kind of cool. Let's let's, let's let's see if we can do something.
1: You like can that. always tell when an anime parody is actually made by, by people that have seen anime. I guess this is a good example. The South Park episode Yes Where they pretend they're ninjas Let's fighting
0: yeah.
1: love Anybody who's ever watched anime Knows about like the whole Japanese thing Where they just throw in random lyrics That don't mean anything Yes Because anyone, if you guys ever actually Looked up the lyrics to the song They should the Japanese lyrics it's all about, like, we just protect my balls. The
0: whole thing is about testicles. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's less finding love. Well, that's like, I, I mean, if you've ever watched, uh, like, a, like a yaoi or a hentai, it might, the opening might seem very, very happy and friendly until you actually look at the lyrics. And then you're probably going to think of it differently about that song. So, I mean, that, that, that's the way that the uh, openings work. They love it, although they'll do something about it. And that's what South Park did with that episode. So.
1: Well, you know, it's popular, and they do try to tap into the. I love using more like this cultural zeitgeist.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, Among others, South Park did the uh, the Akira parody, Hi, of the no Trap. oh, came alive. The Trapper wow. Keeper.
1: Yes. Oh, uh, 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 just to summarize really quickly. Uh, Cartman got the world's most intelligent Trapper Keeper, and you can sing this little song like, I don't want to for my Trapper Keeper to be. Moved. And the thing had a little computer chip, and I don't remember. did he try to get rid of the track paper or something.
0: No, I think he was totally into it, and it started to like take over. Take over other like calculators yeah. and junk. Yeah, jar- yeah. And and like Terminator right. came back from the yeah. future to like get rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh and yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. by the end yeah. of the
1: episode, he had merged the track it was a giant blob, and they actually had the music from Akira, The dom, 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 and he's like rampaging
0: through South Park. Then yeah, he gets squashed. la what's her name? Oh yeah. Well, and also, I mean, I mean, there's plenty of other shows out there that have had their, you know, their anime moments. I mean, come on. Japanese seizure robots on the Simpsons. <laughs> I mean when I watched that for the first time, I'm cracking up hysterically on the floor, because it's like, how many shows have you watched where there's blinking lights for no reason whatsoever in a Japanese anime, you know? I, I feel
1: bad, but we all know what they're really making fun of in the Pokemon seizure episode. Yeah. Which will never be seen in the States. Yes,
0: exactly, because we don't want people to suddenly be on the force So <laughs> but, Okay,
1: going up top just for a bit, I just wanted to say, what amused me about that incident is, okay, so there's this episode of Pokemon, and like, these missiles get shot at Pikachu, and Pikachu shocks them, and it flashes Yellow and red and blue, like repeatedly, and 800 Japanese school children have ele- epileptic attacks. But later that night, the news is reporting on this very tragic incident. You know, 800 Japanese school children were made epileptic by this scene, and they show up. don't know Okay, I gotta tell you, that is
0: worse than Fox News right there.
1: <laughs>
0: oh man, like like 12,000 people committed suicide with this very episode. And then they show the entire thing. And you oh, wonder it'd be why like, there's more people dead. You know, the no, no, you know what day. it'd be
1: like? It'd be like, serious people, you know, people have been dying seriously after watching this video and then they put <laughs> on the race video. <laughs> have you ever seen like that? It's really funny. It's like all the crazy stuff.
0: Well, yeah, and also, I mean, I mean. Even though this isn't this isn't uh, anime uh, parody, but I mean there've also been plenty of shows that have done the parodies of the game shows in Japan, where you know like like you need to uh, exactly the Simpsons has done it and a lot of other people have done also where you know they'll, they'll go on the game show and they need to like you know eat live snails and uh, while, while running across a racetrack and all this crazy stuff because they're just interesting what, over there. Like
1: like S- that that yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: SNL. Yeah. No. An, an S- SNL. They did they, did they ever continue that, or was that only a one-time play? Uh, I never watched enough that, so Okay, uh, All right. just, It makes me sad inside.
1: <laughs> I think Japanese yeah. culture in general is coming over. I mean, look at that terrible dub of Takeshi's Castle oh that they call MXP. Yeah, I mean, if you're not familiar with Takeshi's Castle, I, I think it's the most awesome game show ever. They just take, like, 200 people, and they put them through these games of the most humiliating, ruling, nasty, like, trials until one person is left. Sadly enough, in three years of the show, only one person actually won because that's how bad it is. But then they and, said,
0: and that one person's name? Chuck Norris. True story. But <laughs>
1: then they brought it over and they cut it down to a half an hour. I think it was an hour long show, and they just made it team versus team. But it's not team versus team; it's every person else themselves. Yeah. Just, but you know, the fact is, we uh Japanese are very good at like slapstick humor, visual yeah. humor, and that translates very
0: well Well, to
1: American audiences Honestly, We love Slapstick. We don't
0: want to admit it, but we love it. And, I mean, all I need to mention, you talk about the bad dubs and all that, Iron Chef. I mean, Iron Chef was great, I mean, because of the dub. I mean, come on, everybody's got to admit that. There were two people sitting there in a room doing every single voice. I mean, it's the old days of of Japanese, uh, you know, like, like kung fu movies all over again, you know, and... Then they bring it over here to America with Iron Chef America and well it's not the same because you can actually hear their real voices, you know? And they I think they lost the humor of it because yeah.
1: same thing like in kitchen stadium and they have like the platforms come up it's Yes. very dramatic.
0: By biting that biting that pepper. It's just the best moment in the history of television right there. Because you can see like the enthusiasm on his face as he bites into that delicious pepper, the most wonderful thing he's ever tasted in his life. And you think to himself, I have found a habit. Anybody have any uh, questions or anything out there in the audience? Anybody at all? No? Okay, alright.
1: I think because I think we should get back to the anime manga thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let, let, let's, let's roll back to the manga, exactly. Um, now, I mean, every single month you see when, when, a, new, when a new volume of Bruce bass comes out, it's number one in the best space. So, I mean, that says something about, about how well the manga is selling here in America. Oh,
1: and it's gonna just do better because Tokyo Pop actually did the smart thing and signed a deal with, I think it's HarperCollins. Ah, tribute. okay. So before, I mean, they were probably because they were going through standard channels. They were going through diamond and all that. Now it's just, they got HarperCollins behind them. They're one of the biggest cultures in America. That's
0: great.
1: I mean, you might have thought, oh, it's bubble. It's going to pop. I don't think so now.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why, I mean, also, if you look at it, a lot of the uh, American comics out there have gone to a quote-unquote manga-style format with their trade paperbacks. I mean, like when, the yeah, the little ones, like uh, Spider-Girl, for instance, I'll, I'll do an example there, because but I've been reading Spider-Girl since it first started coming out, but it's never really sold well in collections until they made it into a small little manga-sized nice trade paperback. Thing. Exactly. I mean, uh, the whole those whole what, like 9.99. Yeah, 9.99 dollars 99 or less. Yeah. Okay, this is, this is an interesting
1: thing, because we're all talking about mangas being revolutionary not everybody reads manga now, but it's not that after, like, you know, they're like, Sailor Moon, what we want, you need to Well, know. that and the price point, because nobody was buying, it. like, okay, so Sailor Moon was like, ninety six, ninety seven. 97, Pokemon started in 98 or so, and Dragon Ball, yeah, was like 97 also, but Tokyo Pop started publishing these small books in about 2001, 2002. Yes. It's the price point, because, I, like, I have a complete collection of Battle Angel Alita from before they went to the small books. It was seventeen dollars a piece. Wow. Seventeen dollars. The only reason I have this is because I got a discount. Yeah. So you
0: know,
1: so you could get manga if you wanted it. There was some good stuff out there. You know, there was Alita, Sanctuary. You could get Ranma if you wanted to. So it's, I mean, this is big stuff now. Yeah. But back then it wasn't so big. This was seventeen dollars, and a lot of American fans look at it and they like, "This isn't even in color, and I'm paying seventeen dollars for it."
0: Which which says something now because I mean, the ones that are in color, the American comics usually sell for uh, seventeen dollars. Yeah. So that sort of says something right there. Yeah. When manga went to the smaller format, they got a lot more people because the price point—it's cheaper, yeah.
1: Because you buy people buy mass market paperbacks like crazy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of people bought the hardcover of Da Vinci Code, but I'm sure a lot more people bought that tiny little seven-dollar you know red-covered yeah. book. I know I did.
0: Yeah, and I that, haven't read it. <laughs> I mean, also the internet has helped it out a lot because yeah. a lot of sites out there will sell it for even cheaper than you can find like it in the stores. Yeah. Amazon does it. In Stock Trades, if you haven't heard of it before, it's a great place to get trade paperbacks. In Stock Trades They just started getting in uh, manga as well. And they're selling these things for as cheap as like three dollars a piece, and I mean that's that's great for a lot of people out there. I got most of, most of my volume to Death Note off of there, and I mean that, that helped me out a lot because well I wasn't going to pay like you know eight or nine dollars for every single volume and even cheaper there, so yeah. there
1: you go. I mean, so it's definitely making manga more accessible. Uh, it's pissing off some older fans. I, I remember the, the manga editor at Biz was all like, yeah. people don't like quality anymore. They just yeah. want it cheap. They don't like the nice paper and the beautiful covers. they're like, yeah, well, you're charging $17 for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I like to like that. Um, the ra- the terms, the a terms. for instance, I'm uh, from Portuguese, yeah. I came all the way from Puerto Rico for the talk, actually, yeah. uh, but the thing is that it's very difficult to find uh, the manga, because, number so one, they're in English and um, language, you can speak in Spanish, yeah. less than one third of the population, actually, is British.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, have, I, I, thought, I thought I heard something about them, uh, them translating more of the, uh, of the manga here in the United States. Was I was was right about that, or uh, into, into other languages, putting them out there and so relationships.
1: Well, okay. So America's always been the leader when it comes to licensing. Yeah. Like something is made in Japan, and then it's usually licensed in America first, and they end up bringing it to other countries. Like, okay, here I go with my. This is my job, Pokemon. We're actually, even though we're focusing on USA, we actually do manage Europe and South America. Okay. I mean, our parent company, you know, in Japan, only actually does Asia. coming I'm not trying to offend Africa. I know South Africa has some money and the cities have money, but everybody else, you know, yeah. literacy wages very low. Well. Sure.
0: Literacy. literacy. That's great. That's great. Of all the words to mispronounce, she mispronounces the word literacy. That's... Well, at least
1: she didn't mispronounce pronounce. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I mispronounced it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Thank you very much for that. There's a reason why we do these panels, folks. They said that we can become better public speakers, but... I took class.
1: Yeah, so do I. So did I. There you go. I, my final speech was on Shoujo Manga. Hey, there you go.
0: And I, and I did a speech on Marvel Comics, so... Sh- Shomazo, on on yeah. an
1: hour's sleep. Yeah, exactly, <laughs>
0: exactly. But yeah. uh, back, on top of back on topic. Back on topic, exactly. Top back on topic. <laughs> You're talking about your Pokemon stuff.
1: Well, no, I already. I'm just saying that. Oh, okay. Leading off from that is that stuff will be licensed in America first, and then they bring it to other countries. Like for kids, Dubs Yu-Gi-Oh, right? And then they will send it to France and have it dubbed into French, and then they will send it to Germany and have it dubbed into German. Yeah. It always starts with the US. That's why you I hate using this phrase, but you will see a trickle-down effect. <laughs> it's basically that's what it is. But like once it becomes big in America, they have the money, to start bringing it to other smaller countries. Yeah, yeah, but yeah there are some exceptions, right? Because I saw the, the Spanish version of Shaman King in the U.S., so it might have been
0: a different licensing. Yeah. Well, sometimes they do actually have you know the multiple licenses for multiple countries, so that that concern Because, okay. Be play, with books,
1: sense. I don't necessarily know how like manga goes, but books actually do have exclusive publishers for each language. They don't do it by country, but they do it by language. Okay. So there will be one publisher okay. for the. English... It'll be a publisher for the French version and that'll be sold in France and in Quebec and, you know, like, the French countries in Africa, right? And they'll be the one publisher for Chinese. So, but basically, like, the English thing, the English version, they'll get the same version in the U.S., the U.K., and Australia. They'll just localize it slightly, so you get the OU, you know, instead of just plain color. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of manga online, but like, I've read manga before they even came out, like, hands. Yeah. I read that.
0: That's, that's called, uh, skin lesions.
1: Like, what does that, how does that affect the culture of manga it yeah. makes it easier to like. It makes them more
0: available. on am sorry, yeah. yeah. okay. <laughs> Well, you know, honestly, it can be a double edged sword though, because with, with the scanlations, there will be people out there who read the scanlations and then say, "Oh, I have the scanlations at home. Well, I obviously, don't need to go out and buy this at the store now." And I mean, while they are, well, they can be good for some people to you know discover new things. Like exactly. It's, it's a similar sort of thing there, but yeah. also there there will be things like I'll, I'll mention uh, Helsing offhand, where when it was done here in America. They put these, you know, crazy accents onto the Germans and, and uh, it, it, on 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 the page. So you would be reading it and it had this German accent. While in the scanlations it was just straight English. Hopefully,
1: so the translators for the official manga will be better. Yeah. They went to college for this. They yeah. might have actually lived in Japan. You have to be a translator in Japan. You have to take a test. Yeah. And it's a very hard test. Yes. So, I mean, because I love the... I, I'll get to you in a sec. I'm really sorry. Like, I am a big fan of Del Rey's translations. I think they are absolutely amazing. That they're very respectful to the yeah. original text. And I like the fact that these people know Japanese. They're also educated. Yeah. Like, you know, okay, I'm talking about Sabasa. I love Sabasa, And they actually spelled Fai's name the right way. F-A-I. Because in English, you can't spell it F-A-Y, which is what they do in a lot of fan things. Because in English, F-A-Y is Fay. Yeah. Right? I mean I'm not hallucinating this, right? <laughs> yeah, or just like his last name, the way the Japanese spelled it, you know, the Japanese they just put English words in there. They they it like fluoride like fluoride. Yeah. But in Del Rey they're like, no, it's supposed to sound like flow right, like water flowing, flow right. So yeah. spell it right. I find that I like that better because it is more I think it's more true to the intentions. It's more educated.
0: Yeah. And Delray also, one thing that they definitely do that I, that I want to praise them for is that almost with every single thing that they come out with, they'll have in the back the cultural references that you might not have gotten where instead of taking them out and Americanizing them, they'll leave them in and then once you're done with it, you go to the back and read it and you're like, oh, that's what that meant. That's what that meant. And you're actually learning a bit more about Japanese culture that way than you would if they, yeah. Like, let's let's say, for example, you know, I mean, I mean, we all remember that, you know, back in the day when they used to change, you know, green tea to snapple. You know, I mean, that that takes donuts instead of onigiri. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and I mean, that does take a bit away from the property, <laughs> and like just putting those, you know, sort of quote unquote translations as they were into the back that helps a lot of people out, they're like, you know, they, they can learn a bit more about the culture that way, and I, I like that a lot, so. I kind of want to get more
1: into the influence thing, because I think we're sure. just musing about yeah. manga now. Okay. Uh, here's, here's a topic up for discussion, um, Perfect Hair Forever.
0: Ah, yes. Perfect Hair Forever, which has been canceled. We'll, we'll, we'll say that right off the bat here, so, I mean. They renewed Tom Goose the mayor. They did. Oh, okay. uh, wait, later to- tonight, Adult Swim Revolution, uh, midnight until 2 a.m., thank you very much, or earlier than that, depending on what we want to get out of there, but, um, Perfect Air Forever was a pure, I can't can't even say parody, because... It was,
1: you know what it was? It was like the William Street
0: version of an anime. Yeah.
1: You look at a William Street show, and then you just... What, anime
0: plots in there? That's, that's Perfect Hair Forever. For people who say that anime doesn't make any sense, sit down and watch Perfect Hair Forever and tell me that makes more sense than an anime because I would not be able to see that at, at all. I mean, I, I only saw the pilot, I'll admit that, because after that, it was like, I like weird things. And that was even too weird for me. So I sat down and watched that and... It felt like the only way I would have actually understood the thing in the first place, but mind you, okay, not not advocating drug use. Never used one in my life, but still, uh, the, the the fact remains. I don't know what the hell these guys were on when they made this in the first place because it was just odd. Yeah, it's the same stuff they're on when
1: they
0: do octane. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, do do you feel that they were like sort of do you think they were ragging on anime? Or do you think it was just...
1: Well, okay, this has been up for debate that some people say they really, really hate, they actually hate anime, over, you know, at Cartoon Network. Yeah. Because, let's face it, they only show it, like, really late, and, but, you know, they're always getting rid of anime shows or, like, cutting them in half. Like, you know, you gotta wait, like, six months for the rest of the episodes. And, I mean, part of that is the fact that Cartoon Network original properties and it wants to push stuff, like, off the team because they can sell more toys based on They don't have the license to sell, in you know, toys. Sure, yeah. But, I mean, I also think, well, actually, with Adult Swim and Anime, it's just, it doesn't fit the crowd, I think, because it's on so late. Yeah. So I can't even stay up for that sort of stuff. I just end up getting the DVDs and...
0: I don't remember where the sentence started I mean does it mean that there's an audience out there who you know would well I guess there wasn't because everything was cancelled already but I mean is there an audience out there that would rather watch you know somebody ragging on this stuff than you know actually sitting down and watching a full anime I mean well you don't have to pay
1: attention to a parody or a comedy true that is the biggest I think that makes, late night TV is very different from normal TV because, like, what is it, mostly talk shows, you don't have to watch a talk show every day, you can watch it once a week, once a month, you're fine, you'll get the jokes because they're all relevant to just that episode, and Adult Swim, a lot of that, like, yeah, it's very episodic, they don't do serial storylines, it's just kind of haphazard because they figure, well, Maybe this person will watch it this one night. The next night they have a paper to write, or they have to get up early,
0: you know, for a test, or you know, for work. I'd I'd still be very curious, though. Like, if if they showed this sort of as a test to, like, maybe a a roomful Japanese to see what they would think about *Perfectly Forever*, if they would start, you know, like like tearing the room apart, or whether they would say, "Ha ha, silly Americans," and just walk out of the room. Because I mean, I mean, I mean, it's it's not what anime is at all.
1: Well, one anime refers to all animes. Exactly, Japan, I know. So that. it's, it's yeah. a very
0: high art form. Yeah. Okay, well, fine. Our, our anime. But, you know, I, I mean, I mean, even the, even the American anime, you know, quote-unquote American anime, which you said doesn't even really exist, but, I mean, even that oh, is higher they quality.
1: They might get slightly insulted, but, you know, to be honest, I don't care. Because they make fun of Americans all the time. Yes. We're merging cultures. Get used to it. We're gonna make fun of
0: you if you're gonna make fun of us. It's yeah. unfair. And I mean, I mean, this might very well lead to. I mean, well, they realize now. Well, there forever we didn't really have much of an audience. We have to cancel it. Maybe we, we should go. Like and, the pro- and, I think that's a yeah. That's that's certainly a possibility. But I mean, this might very well make them say, well, mm-hmm. let's see the parody route didn't work. Maybe we should just try and make. Uh, I don't know, better animation. They also
1: said that comedy effective
0: Uh, 52 in Japan, that's actually good. You know, honestly, a lot of American comics go to places like like England and areas like that, Before they'll go to the further foreign, uh, further east countries like Japan and all that. They will get the collected editions, but the individual comics, I don't know. They They don't really do individual comics because there's no market for it. Yeah, similar. The Japanese comics are
1: distributed through the phone books, those huge-ass manga magazines. Know, that are like that wide.
0: Yeah.
1: They don't do individual issues. That is purely an American thing. So you're not gonna see fifty two in like a standard comic
0: format. But do I don't pick up 52, do, it's good stuff. Um, the trade
1: will
0: make it over there, because they do sell trades in Japan. I know Batman's very popular with the Japanese. Yeah, the Chiosophy was Batman's story. It was, yeah. very, it, it was so well-selling that they brought it over here eventually. So, I mean, there will be American properties that do end up uh, in their own manga, or in their own uh, maybe uh, collected uh, graphic novels in Japan. The actual American comics they will probably only to be able to find any questions. Japan, so. Yeah. I mean, there's
1: also the fact that sometimes they're a little bit longer than the Japanese comics yep. that are in some of these magazines. And yep. the fact that there is... It's not like the ma- manga industry is dying or suffering in Japan at all. It's still doing great. It's still 40% of the publishing output. So, they've got so many people over there who want to do it. I, I mean, it'd be kind of unfair to like start putting American properties
0: in. Well, it, it is It is kind of curious, though, I mean, with, with how much that manga's been growing here, <clears throat> and how much of the market here is slowly becoming manga, I guess it, it hasn't really reached Japan where Japan's getting some of our American stuff. So.
1: Uh, there's still so much It's going yeah. there. It's going to be a very long time before we have any kind of significant impression on the Japanese politics market. And I mean, however, we already discussed that, we are actually co-funding a lot of productions now because they are making a lot of money overseas now. It's becoming a very profitable business.
0: And just how, I mean, independent comics here in America don't get nearly as much press as, say, a DC or a Marvel does. I mean, just like over there, the major Japanese companies are going to get more press than an American company would get. So that's another thing. It's a two-part thing. and It's too off-topic, you know, whatever. That's fine. Um, A few years ago,
1: probably around 2000, 2001-ish, there were two things that I'm thinking of was...
0: What's his name? Miyazaki yeah. had, had, had said in an interview that he was worried about the future of, of of Japanese animation and that it might die out for a, a large portion in like five to ten years. Also, and and at the same time, I had spoken to some people from like CPM who said basically, as far as the Japanese, uh, uh, I forget which voice actor it was. Somebody told told a story about a recent con they went to Japan where. They were walking around, and all of a sudden, you know, somebody went up to them and said, oh, well, who are you with? And said, oh, well, you know, I do a voice for such and such. They're like, oh, you do a voice in America, huh? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. And walked away as if, you know, that, that they were sort of, you know, bastardizing it along those lines. But uh, they will have a different view in Japan of, of the American market here for a long time to come. Because it's hard to break those stereotypes, but they do realize that it is marketable for them to bring it over here in America. There's
1: not that much I can say to that. You know, it's becoming a big business. I mean, there's also the fact that, okay, this is me again being snooty and all that stuff. Uh, The DVD market in the US, and I don't mean the anime DVD, I mean the general DVD market is starting to flatline. Because you always have this upswell. Whenever they introduce a new format, there's an upswell because everybody has to buy the White Album again. You know, everybody has to buy their copy of The Godfather again. But now everybody's, Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, everybody's bought what they're gonna buy, and there's very, there's not enough things left to be released. Yeah. Which I said this in the American animation panel. You will see shows that you haven't thought of in years being on TV because they're gonna tap everything. Yeah. And I think that's what's helping anime a lot too. Is they're here. We're willing to bring over anything because they want, they need new products to put
0: on the shelves. And, and also, I mean, if one anime from one genre sells really, really well here expect to find another anime from the same genre brought over a little while after that because I mean obviously if one thing makes it they are going to try to get as many other things that are similar to that to make it here so Do you know anything about the the Witchblade anime that's been produced, the top count? Witchblade's anime, I believe it's already been been signed to be brought over here, uh, when it's actually done being made. I'm not sure where it's going, or even who does it yet, but I'm almost 100% certain that I read a couple days ago that it's being brought over here already. Because Witchblade was an American property, now it's being done in Japan, and we like to bring whatever was done in Japan done year, over done year as soon as possible.
1: Ooh, ooh, I want to see the Powerpuff Girls anime. Uh, ooh, oh, great ooh, example of us influencing yes, Japan. Yes, yes. I'm not talking about a Japanese film of Powerpuff Girls, which is amusing in itself. They are making, I know there's some episodes done, but they haven't aired them yet. They the showed at the Tokyo Anime Show, an anime of the Powerpuff Girls. They look a little older, the uniform's a little more detailed, it's all anime style. Is
0: it similar to the Dojinshi that was online? Or?
1: It, yeah, it actually does look a lot like the Powerpuff Girls Dojinshi. That, you know, it's, it's insane, that's all I can really say. You watch it and, it's, and they, the girls are actually slightly dressed different. It's, they better
0: bring that over. <laughs> yeah, they, they will. So they far will. Far uh-huh. on that? uh-huh. that'll be something that ends that's on Cartoon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's okay. Yeah. Well, we got about 10 minutes left uh, Any any other questions uh, was was a cartoon first and then they started making a DC comic out of it, Dexter's Laboratory. Was a DC comic for a while. I mean, there will be the occasional animation that does later will come. Comic, and there will be the occasional comic that we do yeah, uh,
1: Yesterday we mentioned Gargoyles. Yes, yes. I mean, if everybody, anybody who remembers Gargoyles, great Disney show in the 1990s. Used a lot of mythology from across the world. You know, big creatures defending depend, New York. After two seasons, third season, well, really, really sucked. And that was mostly because they fired the creator. They're like, uh, you know, we don't really want you anymore. Go away. Yeah. And but now. Labor Graphics, you know, small comic book company here in the United States, is going to be producing a Gargoyles comic written by this creator, Greg Weissman, continuing from where he was fired. Yeah.
0: So that's coming out uh, when? Uh, it, they said fall.
1: Okay. It was delayed. It was supposed to be the summer. It was yeah. delayed, but they definitely said like September, October. It's coming. Yeah. They've already also started the uh, Monty Mansion comic, which is actually. I
0: sort of looked at it? Yeah. Well, it's it also it, there's one thing that you got to remember about about Im- animation here in America, um, as opposed to in Japan, where they go more or you know, mod becomes animation and just like and things like that. There's boy lines. Have a lot to do with, with what gets he made here in America. So there might be a you know good toy line out there. There might be a good animation out there. That then puts a toy line or a toy line yeah. that does an animation. That, that was
1: we all remember the '80s when exactly. pretty much every show was yeah. created to sell toys. Teenage Mutant <laughs>
0: Ninja Turtles was only created because they wanted them to sell toys yeah. of the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I don't so. know if you know
1: the guy who was responsible for pretty much all that died. Like two weeks ago. Oh really? Yeah, his name is, I think, Ed Lewis he gave a Strawberry Shortcake, Rainbow Bright. Oh yeah. Okay. I he about worked that. with like yeah. Hasbro and Mattel. I mean,
0: yeah. he basically, he's also the reason why Barbie is so big, yeah. you know, across the board. And, and hey, I mean, they, they tried a couple of Barbie cartoons, and they didn't really catch on, so, I mean... I've never actually seen, well, except
1: for those little, computer generated, myself,
0: Yeah, but, I mean, again, it, it's, it's a different market over here in America. And they'll go for different source material to make this stuff out, of, and that's probably the best way to put it, so... Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, any, any other questions in the, in the, in the crowd? Anybody? Uh, yep. You said that the American DVD market is leveling off. I was curious, with the new high-def DVDs and oh, Blu-ray. Ah, uh, Blu- yes, Ray, yes. Thank you. you. The Blu-ray stuff is there, is there. Is there? Yeah, because we're still in a format war, these, these, uh, top-selling DVDs in HD DVD and Blu-ray, don't expect them to be too high right off the bat, because we, we told each other, we don't, actually, I think we're probably gonna end up saying this every single one of our panels. If you're interested in the HD stuff, hold off a year. Because who knows if Blu-ray or who knows if HD DVD will be around a year from now, because just like with Beta and VHS, they're mm-hmm. battling it out. Beta so, Max might be
1: cool, but yeah. let's face it, it lost format.
0: Exactly. And just like, one of these things might very well end up mold. And the same stuff you might have bought on DVD, people are going to want to get in that HD format. So, there might be people out there going to buy it now, but again, how many people out there are going to get both an HD DVD and a Blu-ray player? Because there'll be Once some stuff that only happens, exactly, unless you get an Xbox. But, I mean, there'll be some things that only come out in Blu-ray. There'll be some things that will come out in HD DVD. And because of that, you'll see a bit of a division. Yeah, just just so everybody knows that the
1: whole thing of Blu-ray and HD DVD, that each studio has actually committed to one of the formats right yeah. now. Yeah. So, for
0: example, I think... We'll be making combo drives, even because there's actually a clause in the contract that states you cannot make a combo drive with an ray HD DVD. So again, We're, it will be a while. But let's get out of the technology and yeah, get back that's to that. Yeah, that's right. a whole other panel exactly. that we yeah. Um, in the back Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Did you have a question here in the front? I, the question's question. Oh, okay, cool. cool. All right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, anything else, or... Okay, I guess guess that's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, reminder, at 6.30 tonight, we're going to be doing the We Want a Revolution panel. W-I-I Want a Revolution, which is basically a video game great panel. So anybody who has anything they want to talk about, about the next gens or current gens or anything along those lines, that's when you do it. And, uh, midnight to 2 a.m., or whenever we feel like ending it, because they gave us two hours. Yeah, we are going to sign up. It'll be the Adult Swim Revolution. So, talking all things Adult Swim later tonight, so... There you go. Thank you
1: very much. Thank you.